Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded live Thursday, February 9th, 2023. I'm Nintendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Abbott, the Biscuit Lord, from across the pond is the other half. This week we talk about more Redfall news, more acquisition news, more directs, but Nintendo not the developer direct this time, and we give away more Game Pass subs, more, more, more. Sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. Oh, Sean, by the way, there's a, I normally give you a heads up. I didn't this time. But that's a new one. That's a new one. Do you know what it is? Start playing it in the background for you. Uh, yeah, go on, dude, because it, it was just winding up. Yeah, I know. Actually, it was funny. I, I was like, oh, I'm just going to leave it right there. People are going to be like waiting for the crescendo, and I'll be like, nope, you're not getting it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it sounds really marvelly. I was like, like expecting some kind of like. Kind of does. Kind of does, but it's not. It's not. No. Actually, to be honest, to be to be real honest, it's more generic than I had. I thought I'd hear it and I'd be like, "Yeah, I remember that," but I was like, "Hmm, no, uh, uh." Um, that saves me now because I'm 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 clueless. I wouldn't even know where to start asking questions. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, it is a uh, it's a Microsoft Studios game. Okay. Uh. Not many of them. First, first in a series, okay. Um, I had information up, but then I restarted my computer and forgot that that was one of the tabs that I brought up. <laughs> now it's not there anymore. Anybody in the uh, chat have any ideas? Came out originally came out uh, September of two thousand four. September 2004. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not Fable, is it? Fable was it, it totally is Fable, the original theme for Fable. Yeah, it's it's very like generic. I thought I'd really recognize it, but I <laughs> didn't at all. I was like, "Oh, okay." So, no, I go. needed to, I I wouldn't tell that I'm not going to tell that as a win because I had to be pushed in that direction, but I got a good good guess for the year. Yeah. 2004 for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it It wasn't, I really, like I said, I really thought it would be easier, and I was like, oh, no, I wouldn't get this, so don't don't feel bad. I just totally, totally uh, randomly thought that would be much easier than what it was. Uh, sir, how you doing, man? How's life? Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, busy. Lindsay had a, um, had a surgery Monday, so it's been a pretty much a week of looking after children and looking after a, a a very sore wife. Um, she's doing okay though. She's we're getting there. Just this first week's very much minimalized amount of movement, um, and she's not. I think it's like for four to six weeks, not allowed to lift anything heavier than two pounds. So that's it's literally like, yeah. She we have she has this big two liter water bottle that I usually freeze on a night like half. Like freeze a quarter of it and then put cold water in, and then it keeps it nice and cool for the entire like for the day. Um, 
and <laughs> I made that for her and kind of like put it. She, she sat there and went, I don't think I'm going to be able to lift that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. You have to get like, and plus she, she tried and she said that she literally, as she picked it up, it, it, she could feel the strain in the bottom of her back straight away. And she's like, I was like, oh, yeah, crap. Yeah. So, how much, like, how much does, how much does eight ounces of, wa- like, water weigh? Um, how much well, can water she is usually gram, gram, gram for milliliter, isn't it? So, no idea. You know more than me, apparently. So 2,000, 2000 milliliters, which is two liters, is two kilograms. So. Okay, so 16 ounces of water weighs one pound. So so she can lift 32 ounces, basically. That's what she gets. Yeah. That's crazy. Which isn't a lot. No, it's not. So, not at all. And, I mean, that's the water. That's not like, like, this is a metal cup. Probably weighs a pound in by itself. I mean, like, she's got to gotta have to buy, put it in paper cups to cut down on the weight. Yeah, and every soldier in the chat saying that they're um, <laughs> that you guys aren't um, are in the metric. So yeah, yeah. Sean <laughs> and I just talk at each other a metric. lot. Sean's like, "Hey, listen, it's something something Celsius." I'm like, "I know what that means, but it's something something Fahrenheit." And he's like, "I don't know." So then we decide to look it up finally or something, you know. And I'm we're just like, we just t- we just talk measurements together and act like we know what we're talking about. We really don't know what the hell the other one says, but it's okay. Uh, we have fun. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's man. like it's it's like we we both speak English, but two completely different <laughs> versions of it. It's totally true. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I should know what that is in Fahrenheit, but I really, I really don't. I mean, I just learned that it was like what I, I just learned, and I forgot. I just learned a few weeks ago. Was it negative forty where we come together, we meet? Is was that the? Yeah, Fahrenheit eventually, system? yeah. Yeah. See, look at that. <laughs> Michigan worked on it. The, the interesting side of it is that, that it's not linear either, so like uh, zero degrees is 32 fahrenheit it's not like he can't just add 32 yeah. to each degree because it just get ridiculous i know yeah it's like man so, i don't know i mean i don't even care if we go with celsius to be honest sean <laughs> yeah i don't even care if we go with Celsius. i just wish we could all be on one thing like i'm happy to give up fahrenheit i i have no like i have no dog in that fight like i don't know who fahrenheit is and why it matters i'll happy to go to celsius but uh it'd be great if we could all just be on one thing that would be fantastic but uh, how are you anyway, dude? How are you doing? Pretty good. Um, it's a it's it's been a bit it's been a busy day doing one thing basically. I had a work this morning, <laughs> had a couple meetings, and then it was like I built this loft bed that my my mother, my son's uh, my son he calls him he calls her Yaya. Uh, so his Yaya and great grandma bought him this loft bed, and uh, it was up to me to put it together. He's out he's out with them having a good time, spending the night at his Yaya. So. Uh, so when he comes comes home tomorrow, he's going to have this brand new loft bed. Um, and so he's going to be super stoked. Saves a lot of room. He doesn't have a huge bedroom. Uh, pretty small. Um, and so... Uh and so now he's going to have a ton more space and he has this cool little little like nook area he can make his own and he's going to he's going to love it. So I'm excited for him. Um, but it was it was a lot. Of, it was a it was it was a lot of work. Uh, so luckily, my father in law came over, helped me out for a while, too. So otherwise, I probably would just be getting done with it, to be honest. So that's been my day. And it, oh, yeah. drone work is real work, Ebusel. Thank you very much. Like the. I, but no, you're right. I did real, real work. The work that I get paid to do, not not the work that I hopefully will get paid to do at some point. <laughs> the work that I actually get paid to do. 
So let's talk about what happened yesterday with the Nintendo Direct. Hey, that's usually a good when idea. something usually when something like this happens, we usually sit like either in a Zoom meeting or we're, we're texting back and forth. But you couldn't watch it live. Uh, I fortunately could watch it live. I, I dropped in and listened to the Nintendo Dads for a little bit, and then um, their their chat was getting too much for me to listen to the people talking about the game and the thing that we were watching on TV. So I kind of just mm-hmm. switched to like switched to the, the Nintendo one, listened through. Um, so, what did you think? Because like we, I woke up to a, a few messages from you about what, what you had highlighted <laughs> and stuff like that. So. You answered my question. Let's elaborate. So for anybody, you guys, you got to understand, you got to, this is great. Like we were, I ended, I started watching, I opened up Discord and Sean had said like an hour and a half before, like, hey, let me know when you've watched it. Obviously between when he said that and, and when I started watching it, he had gone to bed. So basically I just live reacted the direct to a sleeping Sean. That's what I did. I was just like kept sending him messages. I'm glad, I'm glad you had it on silent because I probably sent you like 15 Discord messages private discord message it's like oh that game's uh, i don't know i'm kind of bored i haven't found anything oh that's cool oh i like this <laughs> and i'm just like i'm just gonna keep sending these he's he's either got it on no notifications or he's like by now throwing it out the window <laughs> and it's like cussed me out just, <laughs> just just while we're in the in the domain of nintendo i'm going to show this now for people that are watching this live the princess peach rainbow road movie poster has been released oh man that looks fantastic. Super Mario Bros. I love it. Yeah, that oh. looks awesome. So uh, I'll say that and I'll stick it in the Discord as well for uh, people that end up listening to this as a podcast. So, but yeah, that Rotten Tomatoes just dropped that. So that's cool. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, I mean, I thought there was a lot of stuff released or a lot of stuff like previewed. I Out of that, there's probably like five. There's 36 games is what Nintendo told me in an email that they that they released. Out of that, there's probably like six, and that's a fair amount. And it's only supposed to, as long as it's only for the first half of this year, sure. I mean, okay. Uh, I'm excited for Pikmin. I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a graphics guy, but I didn't think it looked great. I, I thought it looked a little muddy. I, know, I mean, nobody else said that, so maybe I'm on my own island on this one, but, uh, I, or at least I didn't see anybody else say that on, like, Discord or anything, but. I don't know. It 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 didn't it didn't look as well polished as Breath of the Wild when you first boot Breath of the Wild and you you come out of the cave that you've been sleeping in for a hundred years that you've been asleep mm-hmm. and you you step out of that that first initial <gasps> reaction of looking at the whole of Hyrule as we now know it. Um, that was amazing. I didn't get that feeling with Tears yeah. of the Kingdom, but it's still got three months to to be polished and cleaned up and. Do you really want to show all your cards in one go? So. No, but you don't. You want to show that it's gonna pop on this. I mean, I don't know. Maybe now. And I, I listen. I've been in the Xbox realm for a while. I'm playing Hogwarts, and it's dang pretty. Okay, not gonna <laughs> lie. Even even on my little itty bitty underpowered S. Okay, um, so maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm changing. But I just remember opening. I just remember seeing Breath of the Wild and thinking dang, this looks good, like real good. And I didn't get that feeling from Tears. And maybe maybe I am changing as a gamer as I play these, you know, uh, more higher resolution games. I don't know. Um, and I'm, that's a legit, like, conversation I'm kind of having with myself right now. But 
but yeah, when I looked at it, I was just like, uh, that don't, don't look great. I mean, it doesn't even, I don't know. It just maybe looks good and maybe not even that much. So whatever, but the game will be great. So it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll still play it and I'll still love it. Um, and so that's fantastic. Uh, you, you're the Pikmin man. I mean, you know, uh, if John's listening, John, Pikmin 4 looks like maybe it can overtake Tinykin. We're really, we're really rooting for it to be the game. So that's my hope. But so it's, uh, it, we don't know yet. We have to have to see. So <sighs> what did you, uh, what did you think of it? I don't know. I from this the I'll, I'm going to go from the end of the video to the beginning of the video because the stuff at the end of the video which kind of makes the stuff at the beginning of the video make a bit more sense for me. Okay. And are they getting rid of the fact that when it gets to nighttime you have to run away and like scurry everything away? Is that the you know like the red-eyed monsters are wildlife that's around mm -hmm. is, is does that mean that they're just going to be more aggressive on a night but we are going to get the opportunity to do stuff on a night now on uh on pikmin in pikmin 4 um the whole dog thing i thought that was you know they're, they're just pulling on the strings of people who want animals that you can control in games yeah sure and then they've, and they've, they've thrown in a frozen and yeah an ice pikmin they didn't show off any of this whole automatically auto selection of like our easy grouping of Pikmin and stuff mm -hmm. like that. They didn't show mm -hmm. any of that off. So I'm still kind of like, you know, Tinykin has that over it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. I'm going to play it because sure. I like Me the too. style yeah. of games. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm. Uh... <laughs> I, so, yeah, I liked it. I like, you know, obviously the beginning and the end was good. I want to check out this Game Boy stuff. It could be great. I might not care. I'm not really sure. I didn't own a Game Boy. I have no nostalgia for it, really. Um, maybe I'll pick out, and I didn't own a Game Boy Advance. Like, legit, my first handheld in the Nintendo world was a Switch. Um, uh, so, you know, I'm going to go check out and see. Maybe I'll fall in love with these games that I've never played. Maybe I won't care. I can't, I, I don't know. Um... I think the the first Game Boy I ever had was a Game Boy Advance, um, and I loved it. Um, I <laughs> the the thing that you think I'd be most excited to play and will have played lots of, I haven't even touched yet. <laughs> so, because um, I've been playing Minished Cap all day, sure, like sure. all day. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've literally put about eight hours into that game already today. Um, I want to play I that. Don't, I don't know Again, what it is. Not a game I've ever played, so I do want to at least boot up. I've, I've, you know, I've missed those handheld Zeldas, so definitely want to give those a go. Yeah. Um, I, I just I don't know what it is about the, especially the handheld ones, because like I played Link's Awakening on a, on a DS emulator, um, on a Game Boy emulator on my phone before Link's Awakening came out as the remaster or remake that we've seen it. Um, but this just Minish Cap. Minish Cap is the one that once Tears of the Kingdoms like had a go and it's called done its business. Um, Minish Cap is the one for me that needs the next remake or remaster because I'm enjoying it. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's great. Like I, the, it's not too difficult puzzles wise. The dungeons are pretty self-explanatory. Apart from I'm just stuck now on one that I'm kind of running around in circles trying to figure it out, but. Yeah, I'm excited for the Game Boy stuff. Um, some of the games, there's so many different games that they can bring out 
uh, like old Metroid games and stuff like that. So there's there's a lot of things there for me to be able to play. Sure. And so have you played Minish Cap before? Nope. This okay. is my first play. Like I I did, sure. it was the one game that I never got through to okay. play. In. All right. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. So obviously the game you're alluding to is Metroid Prime Remastered, which I'm in, I'm I'm super interested into. I will talk about a game that is taking up my time, and I'm so I'm not even going to touch this at the moment. Um, but uh, you said you have bought it, right? You just haven't got to it. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's there, downloaded, ready to go. The there's two things that have stopped me from trying it and playing it is I've been playing Minish Cap, and then I didn't want to fire the game up and be stuck to playing it with dual sticks for the first person stuff. I never played Prime on do, do, do. I never played Prime on the GameCube. I played it for the first time on the Wii. So I did the whole motion control nunchucks and stuff like that. Um, well. So I wanted I, 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 yeah, so I, I wanted to make sure that I could play it that way. Um, cue a message to Tim earlier because I know he's definitely been playing it and he sent me screenshots of the control styles that you can have and you can have modern we classic from the GameCube and classic hybrid, so that goes with motion controls as well. Hmm. So okay. I'm I'm super excited. It's um I don't know when I'm going to play it because <laughs> tomorrow I've got the, the the smallest one is off school tomorrow because the his teachers are having a training day, so it won't be tomorrow when I play it. And then I'm working at the weekend, so hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I I get you. I mean, I've I've yeah. I've got a full load and I'm, uh, yeah. So as much as there's, there might not be a ton here for me. There's enough here that I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, so I'm interested in, in Metroid prime as well. I definitely want to get to it. I was glad that it was a remaster. I was really afraid they were just going to poop that thing out and not touch it. So, um, and just make it a, a, a port. Um, so I'm glad that it's a remaster that that's what keeps me interested. Uh, Kirby's dreamland. I'm in on that because it's four player. I can play that with the kiddos. Sounds great. Um, all day long. As as I as I as I texted you or DM'd you, uh, Advanced Wars one and two. I'm gonna buy that because I'm a sucker. Because I always feel like I love tactics games, and then I play them and I don't, and then I get mad. Um, even though I knew exactly what I was getting myself into, and I'm like, can't believe I didn't like this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, some I love and some I don't. So I I missed Advanced Wars when I never played it when it originally. So I'll, I'll grab it and play it. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Wargroove because the battles took for freaking ever, uh, and those kind of things don't really. I don't know. I just don't. I I don't want battles to last that long. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll pick up Advanced Wars. Are you, are you into that? You're not into that, right? No, no. Yeah, I didn't think the, so. the, the kind of stuff that went over my head, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. We'll see if I'll like it or not, but I'll, I'll pick it up. And, uh, Blanc, which we already knew about, uh, that's the two-player, uh, in the snow, fox and deer thing. Um, and then there you go. That's, that's me. Oh, the Disney game. The Disney game looks cool. The platforming Disney game, not Disney Dream Life. Ah, uh, the 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 Mickey Mouse one. Yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I I thought that looked pretty good, but then at the same time, it really reminded me of something of a game that I played years and years ago. But I can't remember what it was, but it was it looked had the same 
style and look to it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a spin off the new Mickey Mouse animated series that they've got on Disney Plus at the moment. Oh, is it? Okay. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I haven't, I didn't pay attention to if it was two player or not. Um, I was doing other stuff when I watched it. So, um, but hopefully it is because I'd, I'd like to play it with Noah. Uh, or area yeah. i literally like we were we were watching <laughs> people may laugh as you listen to this i know for a fact that the dads after dark crew probably we were watching working mums mm-hmm. which <laughs> is, a, is a hilarious yeah. series that we're watching at the moment so i had one headphone in listening to the the direct as well as watching that and a couple of things sparked my interest the game boy stuff sparked my interest and the pikmin like i kind of stopped watching the tv and watched that um, and then from the Game Boy, st- from, I can't remember. It was from the Game Boy stuff, um, yeah. So from the Game Boy stuff all the way till Metroid Prime Remastered, I kind of switched off. And then I heard the Metroid Prime noise and like Metroid noise, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> literally, like, I nearly grabbed Lindsay's leg. I was like. <laughs> Oh like a God. dog with a squeaky remember dog. That, like, <laughs> yeah, I remember if I grabbed her leg too much and make a jump, she's obviously going to hurt her back. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. stopped, but I was like, <gasps> oh my God. So uh, yeah, but, and that, that piqued my interest. And then everything after that kind of like burnt out until we got the Tears of the Kingdom stuff. And I was kind of like, me at that as well. So yeah, I mean, I was a little like, it, it, I don't know. I, like I said, I already said my piece on it. I'm, it's going to be fantastic gameplay wise. So who cares? But um, yeah, overall, like I will say as a package, man, I, I thought they wanted to see how many games they could throw into this thing. 36 games, 40 some minutes. I don't know. I mean, to be real honest, I kind of liked um, Xbox's developer direct a little bit better in the sense of like, hey, listen, you can get five games. We're going to give you a good bit, but not like in the weeds good bit about it. You know, just enough to get so you got a solid idea of what you got and you know what you're going to be getting into. And then we're going to move on. That's going to be it. Um, Instead of these like, well, look at this one and look at that one and look at this one and look at that one. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Sizzle reels. Sizzle reels just don't do it for me because I'd like I'm trying to remember the how the game looked before I see the name. And then I see the name and I'm trying to remember that. But then the next game's there and it's like. That's too much information too fast. Yeah. Then, yeah, I I, come, I agree with, with you. The developer direct is probably the best way forward. Um, and that's not just because this is an Xbox podcast. I'm saying it. that was because it was like, it was perfectly delivered. Five yeah. games, mm-hmm. lots of hype, enough detail, but not too much. And just, you know, got people, kept you interested enough before they moved on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, this is not like if you think we're just all all about Xbox, go back and listen to us talk about their indie indie Xbox Direct thing or ID Xbox Presents or whatever they called that piece of shit. That thing was awful, and we we said so. Okay, so listen, we'll, we'll gladly call out Xbox when they when they give us a, a dumpster fire. Um, so yeah, but that was that was my thoughts on the Direct. I wasn't. I wasn't really sure what to think when going into this, to be honest. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I, I, there's all these things I know I'm going to love. And I was just kind of like, oh, I, I don't know. Like, let's see what they got, I guess. And and I walked away like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I got a, I got a decent bit to play this this next six months. 
Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. I was listening to the dads. I don't know if they still feel this way. I was, you know, they, they podcast here in a little bit. Um, but last week's episode I was going through and, uh, they were talking about, um, this could be like the Nintendo's year. Like they might not have much on the back half of, of 2023, which I mean, Hey, you know, whatever they already had, they'll in the first six months, they'll have more than Microsoft had in all of 2022. So that's fine. I mean, whatever. Um, but, but at the same time for Nintendo fans, that'd be a bummer. Cause they're, they're not used to a drought that like that to not have anything in the back half. So hopefully that's not true. Yeah. But, but then you got to look at what's coming out this year for Nintendo. You've got, you've just dropped 36 games in less than 40, in just over 40 minutes. Not only that, but you are dropping your first huge animated movie into the whole cinematic universe. You, you know, we know a merchandise is starting to appear from that. McDonald's has already done all its bits and pieces in terms of Happy Meal stuff. You know, by end of February, beginning of March, the merchandise and toys for that movie are going to hit the shelves. Mm-hmm. The, they're going to make an absolute killing off the back of the movie, including all the merchandise. They've got me purchasing, po- almost purchasing posters um, <laughs> until I realized that I probably wouldn't be allowed to put them up anywhere and they'll just stay collected somewhere. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's just, they don't need to do a right lot at the moment with the gaming side of stuff because the movie and cinema side of it's going to be a big, huge thing. They've got all the stuff with the, the, um, the theme parks as well this year. So they, they can afford to not dwell too much on what they've got coming out game wise, because like I said, there's plenty of that. There's, if you want to sit through and try and play all those games, you've got more than one a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play. it's true. I mean, a lot of those aren't their games, though. You know, I mean, I mean, so that's kind of what I'm talking about. But but they do have they have Metroid and they have which or no, they have Metroid Prime and they have uh, the remaster, and they have Pikmin and so yeah. I mean, they're, they're fine. They're, they're fine. Even if there is nothing else, they're fine. But I bet there is. But so, anyways, uh, anything else on the direct before we move into our events? I remembered. No, let's move into our red events. Events. That's right, our big achievement hunter contest, y'all. Sean, break down some numbers for us. Just hit us. Just hit. Just hit me with some like like simple facts here. Simple facts. These are big yeah. numbers. I don't Six think or I can seven digit it. facts. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you know, our achievement hunters contest now runs from month to month. So the first of January to the thirty first of January is the you know the first of twenty twenty three. Um collectively across let me just make sure i get the numbers right across to across 12 participants we have managed in a month collectively to rack up 240,730 gamer score between 17 people <laughs> oh my gosh that is crazy. Yep. All right, all right, so Which, it, it, if you want to do... Go ahead. So, so on the numbers that we're running at, so that's five games to our per entry, that is 48,146 entries. Holy crap. Okay, so hit me with a big number. The Grand Hunter. How many points? Yeah. Who is he? And how many... What's his, <laughs> what's his game receipt? Yeah, well, it's the guy that's been running it from the beginning. So Carnage came first with the highest amount of game score earned for the month, and that is 107,260 game score. So he holds up 
pretty much fifty percent of of Dang. all the score that we uh, that we got. That is nuts. Top three. Give me top three. Just just top do three. the top three for me. Carnage one oh seven two six zero Aragon six nine six seven nine five and then Evil Zion at one forty thousand five hundred and ten. Dang, that's amazing, guys. I mean, hats off. That's those those are some crazy numbers. Okay, so let's get to the drawing. I don't know who's placed who, um, or how Sean's got who numbered out. So there's there's no funny business here. Um, I take care of the uh, of the uh, of the draw, so Sean doesn't do that. So we have a separation of powers, as they would say. Um, so we're gonna yep. go to. I literally just give I. I tell Nick, make your number generator, pick a number from zero to, in this case, 484, Which, as you guys then... can see, I did. You see my min max up here. One. Okay, let me sit, Let me get it so that Sean can see it as well. So that he can... Uh, yeah. Then I got to do fun things. But I, I, can, I can do hard things. Um... All right, Sean, you see that? You good? You see my thing? I can see that. All right. All right. So here we go. Three months of Game Pass Ultimate, Achievement Hunter, getting ready to generate the first number, or the first and only number, by the way. Here we go. 13786. 13786. <laughs> that, that's... 13786. Um, well that's that that is that goes to Carnage then because he has one one of us one through 21,452. There you go. Carnage is the winner. Carnage. I never saw it coming. Never in a minute. <laughs> Just so you can see <laughs> no. if I hit the button it changes. So there you go. So it wasn't wasn't at all uh wasn't at all figured that way. It could be anybody uh, we'll go back to Nick and Sean here. Get the Zoom taken care of. Stop share. There you go. All right. Everybody's back. We're all back. Uh, so congrats, Carnage. We'll reach out to you. We'll get you a three months of Game Pass Ultimate. Thanks for playing. You're amazing. Um, I'm frozen. I got to try to figure that out. <clears throat> Not sure what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and just to an update, everybody, because um, from last, we week, last week we gave away two months of Game Pass away um the google king didn't want to take us up on that one because um he already had some things stacked out so we very kindly passed that on to bruce mr togo bap um he should have a code somewhere now for yeah yeah we gave it to him. two months of game pass yeah he, he's got it. um okay so reminder for changes for this for this month month of february achievement hunters 50 is now one entry instead of five, giving Sean a little bit of a break. Um, and then also there is a ceiling now. Get your score however you want. The ceiling is 15,000 gamer score. Okay, once you hit that, you get no more entries. No more entries for you. That's it. So yep. uh, so 15,000 is your, is your ceiling. And uh, I don't know, anything else before we... Oh, and hit up Sean if you want to be... We'll, we'll send out a tweet... We'll tweet it out and then just reply to the tweet if you want to be part of the uh, February 
achievement hunters and do it do it we love it yep. it's fun i I've, absolutely love I've, it i've got the i've got the i've got the imagery all set up i just kind of wanted to wait until we announced the winner before we did it love it awesome good work sir good work 48 146 making all the numbers doing all the things clicking all the buttons awesome stuff now finally let's talk xbox top stories Okay, we don't, we don't have a ton of top stories, but this one I thought was very interesting. Redfall will require a persistent online, irregardless of if you're playing single player or if you're multiplayer. Obviously, if you're multiplayer, you gotta be online. That, that you know, obviously. But, um, but they said you can play the entire game single player, yet you still have to have persistent online. What do you think about that, Sean? If you're playing, you gotta be um... online no matter what. I can't remember if Left 4 Dead did that. And that's just, it's not an issue as long as you aren't going to have random players coming in and, and fucking shit up for you, basically. Uh-huh. So you can't there be you invaded by, there's, there's no PvP to this game, mm-hmm. as I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's no PvP to this. So, so to me, it's not a problem. I'm assuming that it, it sucks if you've got pretty crappy internet that always drops out you're going to be stuck in the middle of playing, uh, you know, playing solo. And then all of a sudden your internet drops out and you kind of crashes the game. That's going to be a bit crap. Um, and if that is something that's going to be a, an issue, they really need to work on that and give you a, you know, an offline. I mean, definitely pad it. You could jump in and out on definitely mm-hmm. being online and not online. So it's, it's not like it's difficult for, uh, for it to be, excuse me, for it to be worked out. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the camp of okay, there's a lot of people who are like this is a nothing burger, it doesn't matter, and there's other people in the camp that are like lighting their hair on fire and running around being like, "Oh, I can't believe." But like so it's not a nothing burger. There's a sector of Xbox community that this affects, and it sucks for them because they thought, "Oh, it's a single player game. I just won't play online. I'll download my thing. I'll come uh, you know, where there's good internet. I'll download my Redfall game." And then I'll come back home where I don't really have great internet and I'll play it. They can't do that. So for whatever percentage of the sector of Xbox community that that is, that sucks. And if if it can be changed so that they can play without having to be online, um, then do it. Like, I, you know, I mean, who cares? Like, I don't know. Um, so that that's, I guess that's all I say. Uh, Ebisel says, boo. He thinks it's lame. Um yeah, I mean, I can't understand the need for it because obviously your your Xbox will constantly sync the save file to the to the cloud, so they could just use the their tracking set software for whatever state because it's um, it's having a constant connection to Professor.net account, so that can be linked to your cloud save or your cloud account for your save files through Microsoft and then they can just, you know, take what they need from that information rather than having to constantly ping the console with the person playing online. So, and it really surprises me that Bethesda are doing this, especially when they have Deathloop as a game where you can switch between the two. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I don't get it. I'm guessing there's a reason for it. I would imagine. I just don't know what it is. Um, but you know, um, the only thing I can, I can, 
the, the only thing I can assume is that because it is such a big game with the co-op multiplayer availability, that if at any time you think you want somebody to join you instantly, then you don't have to go through any... It's, it could be seamless. Mm-hmm. So that person could join your game at that point and because they've got a constant you've got a constant connection with Bethesda.net, they can track your progress of where you are and just basically inject the person that's playing with you straight into where you are. There's no yeah. like having to go to a lobby. It mm-hmm. gets rid of that lobby sequence. Yeah, even if you could just be like, hey, even if you had to be like, hey, um, you know, I don't have great internet and like had to choose from the beginning to be like, I'm just going to play this single player. You know, no, don't, I get it. If I choose this option, I will not have a co-op option, you know, and then they don't have to worry about it for that save file. They just know that that'll be a single player only, no internet um, connected, no co-op be online stuff. Like, that's fine. Like, you know, you're making that, you make that call and whatever works for you. Um, But they just, I don't know. But I I think there's a way to work. I, I would assume there's a way to work it out. And for the sector of the Xbox community that it affects, I hope they do. Um, but right now, Redfall requires a persistent online connection. Um, and that's really all our top stories. That's it. We got some news bulletin here. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna say that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, it's <laughs> the biggest. That is the biggest of the top stories. That's the one that I, it's definitely, like you say, it's divided the camp between this is great, this isn't great. So yeah. actually, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull acquisition watch out of acquisition. I'm gonna make that a top story. This one, this one, the second one is pretty big, I think, and we can have a real conversation about this. Um, so this is my top acquisition story watch. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> the UK make it U- up on the fly. That's right. Yeah, UK regulator Sean Abbott says no. I'm just kidding. It's, 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 <laughs> UK, UK regulators say Xbox Activision deal could be harmful to the industry. Okay. All right. We kind of knew they were going to say that. No big deal. Um, analysts predict Xbox's Activision deal will close soon. But here's the thing. Then the UK. Uh, then the UK regulators say, listen. Let us try to help you fix it. One. That's good. For Microsoft, that means that they've got an obvious way out. Okay, they can they can find a solution to this problem, and and UK wants to help them do that. So that's good news. Um, uh, but here, here's their solution: what you need to do is separate Call of Duty from the Activision acquisition. So basically, they acquire Activision, but they don't own Call of Duty. Call of Duty. It stays with some weird version of Activision or gets sold to another rando? Well, I don't know what happens to it. What what happens to it, Sean? You're from the UK. Yeah, you you I mean, had to ask these people this question. Do, do they allow Activision to have sole rights to where the games, how the games published, how the games developed, um, like the monetary side of things, where that goes, um, that they can still make it ex- like the level of exclusivity to Sony, if they want to keep that there, um, that basically Call of Duty becomes an entity of its own within Activision. Or are they going to completely take Call of Duty away from Activision and say, you know, the team that works solely on Call of Duty need to become removed from Activision and you have Call of Duty as a standalone public figure? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. That. Like, 
Like Bobby Kotick doesn't want to run Activision. He wants to take his his like Scrooge McDuck money and go do whatever you do when you have Scrooge McDuck money. I don't even know. I'm never gonna know. So but good for him for knowing. Much more employees. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Um. But. Bad but, Bobby. But it's like you know. I, what what do you so then what you're like you can't have it so what sell it to Nintendo <laughs> I don't know would you give it to Sony that'd be that would be yeah. the irony right there if they're like listen you can't have it Xbox we'll give it to Sony <sighs> Sony will buy it from you I the thing don't is know. That it's so weird we 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 aren't ever going to know the full ins and outs of how they expect this to happen but you know taking away Call of Duty does does that devalue Activision for Xbox and Microsoft? Does, does that like, could they turn around and say, well, if you're removing that, which is a great part of Activision to have in your arsenal, do we now like want some of our money back? Does it mean that the, you know, we're going to pay less for it because it's not worth as much? Does it change? You know, Microsoft can turn around and say something like that. Like, yeah, that's fair enough. Then if you want to remove Call of Duty from this acquisition and separate it away, then, you know, we'll pay less. But it also says in here, separating Activision and Blizzard segments and potentially selling off one or both parts. So it's not only just Call of Duty that the the the, the, the CMA have suggested, is also separating Activision and Blizzard. So, you know, you've got all like, your Activision games like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, um, Call of Duty, um over Activision games. They're the only two that I've ever really played. So the ones that's going <laughs> to separate them from Blizzard, which is like your World of Warcraft and stuff like that. So again, it's splitting one developer up into three sections. You know, you have a Call of Duty only, Activision only, and Blizzard only. And you can like pick and choose which bits. It's, it makes it really messy then because mm-hmm. for, for us as consumers, where do we stand? Where do we sit? Who Who owns the game that we're playing? You know, if people don't like Microsoft for whatever reason, you crazy fools. Um, you know, do you then, and you don't play like Xbox games or like to use stuff that, you know, is involved with Microsoft. Xbox. That makes it difficult for you as a consumer then because you don't know, you know, do I play this publisher or developer's game on another console? Who owns it? It's, just, it's kind of like, yeah, it makes it really messy. Yeah. No, I agree. Now, now they did say, However, this is them. This is uh, the CMA speaking. However, uh, there are other options like behavioral remedies that could also work, like making certain games and IP plat- multi-platform in future. In the future, even if they're under Microsoft's ownership, of course, we know that Xbox has put forward a ten-year commitment to keep Call of Duty on other platforms, and. They, the CMA says that such commitments will be looked at during the next remedies phase rather than this initial assessment. So the assessment seems to be fairly over. They think that this deal is no good for the industry. And now they're into trying to help them find a remedy for it. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. But I think it's interesting that behavioral changes like this could work I wonder if Microsoft's going to have to give up, not give up. I wonder if Microsoft's going to have to make a longer commitment or add more things to the commitment. If they're going to say, hey, listen, you have Bethesda and Activision. 
Now, if you want to keep both of these in-house under your umbrella, you're going to have to add to that 10-year commitment, what, Bethesda games? So that, so that I mean, so Sony would love that, right? I mean, let's be honest. If Sony could get Bethesda games out of this acquisition, I think they would they would love it. If they could get Starfield on, on the PlayStation. And I could see that being the remedy. Like, okay, we appreciate your 10 years, but it's got to be more than just Call of Duty. It's got to be. But could they, can't, um, they can do whatever they want, probably. But can they, can they, like, go back and, and add, and I don't know, I'm not an IP lawyer or an acquisition lawyer, but can they go back and add from another acquisition, like change that structure? Probably, but I'm not real sure how it all works. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Now we're just negotiating, baby. They say that, you know, that's, and I'm sure Phil's a smart guy. He knows this. You know, they say, listen, all you need is behavioral changes. That's all Phil had to see. Phil now knows that now we're just, we just need to go to the table and say, hey, you said behavioral changes. What behavioral changes do you want to see? And let's have a conversation and let's negotiate this out and see where we land. And so the deal looks pretty bright, I would say, to be honest, through all this, through all this noise. And this is where, like, um, what are they called now? Analysts are kind of predicting that this is still going to hit for mid-May. Really? I did not read that. Um, wow. That's, yeah. that's crazy. So, so anal- analysts predict Xbox Activision Blizzard deal will close soon despite UK objections. Um, you know, we expect Microsoft's acquisition of Activision to close no later than mid-May. Um, with structural remedies being that they take Call of Duty away out of the deal or remove Activision and leave just Blizzard in the deal so they don't actually ever get to own Activision, they just have Blizzard and everything else that comes under that, like King. Um, or to include, in, or to instead agree to a set of behavioral images, which might potentially include a 10 year Call of Duty offer to Sony, Nintendo, and Steam, which, you know, this wasn't taken into account in yesterday's CMA report. So that 10 year deal wasn't already there in the initial you know, report that they've done. So, like you said, they're now moving into the remedies section of it all. Um, you know, we've still got the FTC uh, lawsuit that is still being there. That, that you know, we've not heard any news from that in the last few weeks. But so if they it's think it's going to close, that means yeah. I mean, it's one thing if they can. I mean, we haven't heard anything from FTC. Actually, what we've heard is see in August at the at a court hearing of some sorts. So if they think it's going to close, that means that that they they think that the negotiations with the UK. They think that's going to close. And I think the only thing I can think is that that's going to push the FTC to then kind of agree with whatever you guys come up with. Um, man, yeah, I think that's probably why they went to August anyway, because they know that we're going to be, you know, they know the CMA is going to be stringent enough to to make sure that this doesn't damage anything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. And, uh, I you know I mean I'm I'm here to see how it plays out. I'd really like to get uh, get some games on Game Pass from Activision or Blizzard. That would be fantastic. I also don't care if they come to Sony, and I can't. I don't understand why Microsoft would. To be honest, like I don't know. Yeah. Like I just I don't I don't know that they care. I, they may, but it's like they get to put them on. They can put them on Game Pass, which will increase subs. But yet they'll also get to make some money from from Sony, uh, and they'll get you know they'll get to make full price money from Sony. 
You get to pay seventy said, bucks for this. Yeah, people who play Call of Duty via a PlayStation are still going to go out and purchase Call of Duty for the PlayStation. It's not going to change how they buy it. It doesn't matter where it is. And then if they can add it to things like Steam and to Nintendo, Nintendo still get a little slice of the pie. It, you know, it's more income revenue. You know, you've got more places that the money's coming from. So yeah. I can't see why Microsoft would be like, yeah, we're, we'll, we're never going to hold this game to ransom. It's going to be available everywhere. Just mean, just that there, there might be small deals within having it having a Game Pass subscription and playing it on the Xbox that you might get certain skins before everybody else does, or you might get, you know, the, the, the game might come to you a few days early, like it has done on the Sony in previous years. Yeah. Yeah, I I think there's a million ways to make this work, and I think Phil knows that. I think that's why he's not super worried about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, when I read the remedy of the behavioral, I was like, ah, oh, this is all good. We're, we're going to find it. We're going to find a solution for this. If that, if that, if they are willing to say that out loud. So that's cool. Um, all right. So th that's our top stories, our acquisition top stories. Watch, um, uh, news bulletin. Atomic heart is preload. The preload is live playable in the 21st, which actually crazy is not that far away Two little, little over nope. About two weeks, ten days, something like that. I don't know. Like it, hard. It, it's done. It's downloaded. It's sat there on my dashboard, telling me I still can't play. <laughs> there you go. I yeah, I already said I'm gonna give it a go. We'll see. We'll see how far I make it before I'm like before I nope out. Um, <clears throat> which will probably happen. Uh, what happened to Xbox's resolution boost program? I don't know, Sean. What did happen to it? <laughs> so, Microsoft have done a pretty amazing job over the last few years on enhancing the old libraries and bringing them like bringing them forward to the newer consoles into the xbox one x era so you know taking 360 games and original xbox games and you know making them look pretty taking them all the way up to like 1080p in some cases you know giving them the whole hd treatment um but the before the series x and the series s were launched there was a lot of talk about that having you know, a performance boost and graphics boost and resolution boost to bring them forward into the next gen. So, you know, giving them the whole 4K run and stuff like that. Um, we haven't seen any of that. You know, it, it was promised that 2015 Gears of War is, was going to get like a, a full 4K ray tracing boost, you know, chuck it forwards. Mm -hmm. But that's still sat there as a 1080p title. There's, you know, it's never got the series x treatment as people keep saying um so it was just a talking point i i read the article on pure xbox and i was like this is really interesting like why haven't they taken these titles that they promised to take before the, the console was um you know before the consoles were developed and built and sold and then they just haven't delivered it i mean there's some pretty awesome games in this list of games that they you know they promised just looking at the figure um things like uh, sunset overdrive which if you could run that at 4k with a load of depth that game was absolutely crazy as it was anyway but if you could have the graphics running smoother and everything like the, the frames per second boosted and stuff like that that game would be absolutely fantastic the same with all the gears of war titles if you got them in 4k with you know people's faces rendered and stuff like that that would just be 
they take the game to the next level. Oh. Hmm. So there's 130 boosted titles. Um, this is interesting. This is interesting. I just clicked on the link that was in the link. Um, it, who's Ronald? <laughs> it just says. It just says in the interview. Ronald, explain. Ronald McDonald. Who are we, who are we talking about here? No idea. <laughs> uh, maybe it's less interesting than I thought when you don't know who this guy is. He says we're all. I literally cannot find who Ronald is in this in this title, which is pretty funny. Um, we're always looking at new ways that we can enhance titles, whether it's resolution, increased frame rate improvements, things like auto HDR. I'll say right now with existing technique that we have with FPS boost, we've tried plenty more um, to for frame for frames per second boosted titles and in some cases the vast majority of the games work great but then we find a game breaking bug 80 percent of the way through and all our work is lost so I, I wonder if they were putting too much work in and not getting enough enough titles to make it to the finish line or something like that if i knew who ronald was i might trust this a lot more but i i have no idea oh there it is xbox director <laughs> of program project management jason ronald there it is. Okay. All right. Makes me feel better uh, now that I can actually tell you who Ronald is. Um, so, yeah, I wonder if that's part of it. You know, this is, it's cool to have, but I mean, listen, I, I have an S, so I don't care. Whatever. That's for. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, if, if they gave Psychonauts the original, the like an FPS and the graphics boost to bring it up a little bit, how interested would you be in going back and playing, you know, playing that game all over again but it looking nicer um yeah maybe i don't know that game that that would <laughs> that would need a lot of help i i remember playing that game and that was a rough go maybe if it was remastered with with uh yeah yeah maybe i don't know yeah maybe i don't know that's my box quote for that idea <laughs> yeah i know i know you're not a big fan of replaying replaying games anyway so no, but that one I never actually even played. I never, I never got all the way through it. I got through like a level and a half, and I was like, "This is too rough." The, the problem with that, and and I think some of these is the reason I have issues with a lot of these older games. It's not just the graphics. To be honest, I don't really care about the graphics. It's more the like quality of life things, you know, where you're just like, "Oh my god, we've come so far since this game came out." Like this is just not <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So yeah, that, See, that's kind of that's why you. That's where for me, like the original handheld Zelda's, you'd think I'd get really annoyed with having to only have two items out at any time and having to like swap between the two, going into the pause menu, yeah, re- I would. like allocating it. <laughs> but it doesn't bother me at all. It just it seems huh. really natural. Huh. Well, so. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm out on. I I well I don't know. I mean, if I can get behind it enough, I'll I'll do it. Uh, which I guess I did with a game we'll talk about here shortly. Um, kind of fell in love with, but uh, but yeah, for the most part, man, that's that's rough. Uh, any other news bulletins, top stories, anything like that before we move on to Game Pass headlines? No, let's let's take a swipe through this big chunk of news that we've uh, I, I have written out for us. Yeah, um, man, out since last... Okay, so we talked about RoboQuest, and we've talked about some of these. Um, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't know if we did actually talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I've not played it, so... I don't no, know. The, the, but this is... All the games 
since our last episode, which had been released, is RoboQuest, Jojo ba- Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Age of Empires 2, Inclunati, Darkest Dungeon, Grid Legends, and Hot Wheels Unleashed. They're all the games like that have dropped on Game Pass over the last week and a just like a week and a bit, maybe two days. So yeah, there's a lot there. Been a lot to play. Uh, so here you go. Here's some fun. It's one. Oh, that's adventure. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. JoJo's Bizarre Venture. Dropped in. I don't know if it's the same thing or not. Dropped in 1998. A uh, first version of it. But uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a Capcom developed game. The game was developed with the same team. It was originally released in the arcade in 1998. Um, huh. It's very, it's very interesting. It has, it, has a, it has a different name. I'm currently looking at the Game Pass app very quickly because okay. I didn't write its full name down because, you know, I'm lazy. Well, um, no, no more than me. Um, it's a popular manga in Japan, uh, it's though. Jo- JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle Ah. Okay. Yeah, I'm reading about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Heritage for the Future. So it's a manga is what it is, uh which is which is, you know, okay, there you go. Now we now we've learned something. Yeah. I feel like our listeners feel like they've learned something. I don't know. Um okay, let's move on. It's like it's like a Street Fighter game basically. Yeah. Just with that that character selection from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is a big mag, um, you know, magna kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Grid Legends, I didn't play. Thank you. Did you dabble with Darkest Dungeons or did you make mm-hmm. rounds playing that? I never played it. Isn't that a roguelike? It is a roguelike. Yeah, no, I didn't play it. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to give it a go because the uh, Dads After Dark crew were uh, talking about it quite a bit. So, Well, I say a lot of things, Sean. <laughs> 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 I probably did say anyway, that. that sounds great. I, those, <laughs> the, those are the games that are there and available to have been able to play over the last week. I have played two of these, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, what's new today, though, is SD Gundam Battle Alliance, which I have no idea what that is. And I didn't put any blurb in the doc about it because I was too busy doing other bits with it. Um, and Madden NFL 23, which uh, you know, it's American football. I have, I still want you to play little... American football, I still want you to play a Madden <laughs> game, just like a five minute, so four little quarter understanding Madden game. It would be so much fun. I would absolutely love it. I would watch it all day long. Um, I'd say I'd play a soccer game, but I don't feel like it would have the same, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. As you like, because like, I don't have you have you because I've played soccer games before. Um, but have you ever played a like a football game before? Uh, American football? No, I d- no, I've never played an American football game. I've never played a baseball game either. So, dude, I just feel like it'd be so fun to watch you just like just dive right in. Um, like I tried to do with cricket and it was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> that was horrible. I thought I'd be able to at least understand it a little bit and I uh, never could. So. so Gundam Battlestar Alliance 
basically, if you're looking at the pictures, is uh, beat them up with Transformer looking robots. It's <laughs> the best I can describe it. I think there is a bit of a law behind this. Um, mobile suits and characters from across mobile suit Gundam history take center stage in its all new action RPG. So, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's a battler, it's an action RPG. It's not. Um... I mean, you fight with robots, but it's not like a it's not like a smash type of fight. It's like no, it's an action RPG type thing. Um, wow, Amazon really needs the, to work on their on their descriptions. That's that's lame. Anyway, so yeah, action RPG, mech battler. Mech's never really been a like. I don't know. I don't know. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't really. I don't really care about them that much. Um, and we'll talk about Inklenati and Hot Wheels because you you played a little Hot Wheels. I played Inklenati. Um, I was I was hot on that for a hot second. Um, coming next week though, yep. M- Mount <laughs> and Blade Two Bannerlord. Where are we finding these games at? That's a great Valentine's game. Mount and Blade. Um, <laughs> Cloud console. I think that's probably PC. why it was <laughs> dropping up February fourteenth. Hey, honey. Mountain Blade dropped a night on Game Pass. <laughs> Let's, uh, never mind. Set forth on an epic adventure in a fictional Dark Ages sandbox that combines strategy and action RPG gameplay. Actually, it kind of sounds like fun now that I'm reading it. Carve out your own kingdom. And I'm saying this, Sean, but don't expect that I'm going to play the damn thing next week, okay? <laughs> so, yes, I hey, said you it. Said you, you said you were interested. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> don't expect that I played it, okay? Let me just say that right now. It's a prequel to the critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed uh, Mountain Blade Warband. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. you're doing the next one? Go for it. Yeah, February 15th, Cities Skyline Remastered, coming on the cloud and to the console. City Skylines is an award-winning, best-selling management game, now remastered for the Xbox Series X and S, with all of its robust city simulation gameplay and unique charm along the ride. Um, design, build, and manage the city of your dreams from public services to civic policies, and challenge yourself to grow from a simple town to a bustling metropolitan hub. So this just sounds it's just SimCity, isn't it? Yeah, and it's fantastic. It's like SimCity on steroids. I bought the Switch version of it and uh yeah, it's it's intense. Like, but it it's 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 really fun. Um it's one of those games that if I was a if I was a like back in kid time and I didn't have anything like life to do. I could see myself getting sucked in on something like this for a few hours a day, but uh, that that's not the life I'm at right now. So n- no city skylines for me. Um, Sh- Sean, I'm not going to lie. If you would have said, Hey Nick is shadow warrior three on game pass. I would have said, yeah, yeah, it is. Cause I really thought it was, but apparently it's not, but it will be on February 16th. Shadow warrior three, the definitive edition. Is it, are they just adding a new edition? Like is the, is shadow warrior three on there? Oh, man. I swore that was on there. I shall, I, sh- I shall look while you while you chat about this one. Yeah, yeah, I sure, I can do that. But this there. is a trek across a mythic Asian land infused with infused with the magic and technology of ancient samurai, now overrun by the demonic yokai from Japanese folklore. Experience definitive experience the definitive edition of Shadow Warrior Three with tons of new features and modes with fast paced gunplay, razor sharp melee combat, and spectacular free running movement system. It's spectacular, people. 
Yep. It's so spectacular that Nick already thought he was there and it's really not. <laughs> there you go. I can't. Okay. Anyways, moving on. So that is all that is that, out yeah, that next drops. week. It is. For what's new that's been announced, I am not entirely certain we've had anything else new really dropped and given to us since the developer direct. Mm-mm. Even though we keep getting little snippets of extra games in between with the, the whole image that Xbox drop every now and then. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. But for games that are leaving February 15th, we have Vestige, Crossfire X, Infinax, Recompile, Skull the Hero Slayer, and The Last Kids on Earth, which The Last Kids on Earth is probably a good one to play with the kiddos. Um, so I'd probably try and play that before it leaves if you are planning on playing anything over the half-term holiday if you're in the UK. I tried to play that game with the kids, and I had a lot of controller issues. Like, my, like the kids' controller kept, like, unsyncing. And then just, like, I don't know. I, I We stopped playing because it got annoying. I, I had to keep, like, resyncing the, the controller for them, and it, it just was no good. Um, Skull the Hero Slayer, too, by the way. That's, uh, that, that's gotten some pretty good acclaim. Um, so... And remember, twenty percent off. Not the, Go ahead, sir. Was Besiege not the one where you built like the battering rams and stuff like that? And... Yeah, where you watched Nick realize that he's definitely not an engineer while I played that online. Yep, that's the one. That's the one where I made these <laughs> god awful creations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Sean's an interesting like... sandbox game. Yeah, go yeah. try it. <laughs> Sean was just frustrated because he's like. And Nick, he'd be like texting me, like, Nick, there's a lot easier way to do this. You're, you're taking, you're, you've gone the long way to get there. Are you? <laughs> it was so <laughs> Like, listen, Sean, I'm not an engineer, okay? <laughs> um, and for games with gold, there's been a change. So, Iris Falls has disappeared, and Father King, which we talked about last week, um, is now up there for grabs with games with gold. Uh, alongside Art on Arts, which by February the 15th will have disappeared. So you've got five days left to claim Art on Arts if you want to. Art on Arts. I didn't get that. Could you try again? No. Auto Arts. Auto Arts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to help you out, Sean. <laughs> Every time. Uh, five just, days left. I didn't even say. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that is our top stories and our Game Pass headlines, and we are going to move on to what we've been playing, commonly known as the Xbox Spotlight. So what have you been playing, Nick? Tell us. Tell us what you have been playing. Oh, well, I will start with Inkle Naughty. I gotta, I'm not going to lie. I really liked this game until I realized that it was a roguelike. Um... It's a 2D, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, roguelike fans, but it's not for me. Um, It's a 2D uh, turn-based strategy game. So uh, you are the Inklenati, which is like this little uh, author guy. And you kind of write these characters. FYI, Sean, there is a, there is like a, so you would not like it through the entire through no. you know, every Don't. time you choose something every time you choose something to be written onto the page, it goes. So I'm I, the first thing I thought was like, oh, Sean's not gonna like this game. Um, 
And so, and you drop these characters in and you have so many ink points and that's how you get, that's how you can figure out how many characters you can get. There's some fun strategy too um, in the, so you can, you, you can attack characters, but if you're right next to an enemy or anything really, you can push it. And if you can, I feel like, I feel like there's a song that should start playing right there. And if you can, um, if, if something's right behind the person that you're pushing, normally it goes one square over. But if something's occupying that square, then it goes to the next available square. And if you can get get it to a point to where you can push that person far enough, it'll push them right off of the page. So there's there's like fun strategy on how to attack. And you you might come up to somebody to like hit them with a sword and then realize you've put yourself in, in the uh, untendable situation to where when it's their turn, they can just push you straight off the page and be done with you. So um, in it, and your Inkle Naughty... Uh, your little author person is on the page oftentimes kind of it's kind of like a chess game oftentimes because it's not really about getting all the people destroyed it's really about getting the inkle naughty it's kind of like a chess game where your inkle naughty is the king you know and you got to try to protect them while also um attacking the the enemies so it's, it was fun the problem was i got three i got like two worlds in and died you have three i think they're feathers i can't remember anyways you have three or something three lives basically and when they're all gone you start from the very beginning again now you do take some things with you some uh as a legacy points or a legend points or something like that that you can use to upgrade and get better people so to make it easier you know like roguelikes do um uh, but yeah, I don't want to go through. And the battles are procedurally generated, so you're not going to have the same battle every time. Um, you'll have the same amount of enemies, but like the things on the map will be different. There might be there might be different objects, or the enemies might be in different places when you start. So it does look a bit different in that sense. I think the game mechanics are the gameplay is fun. I just wish if I beat two worlds that I didn't have to go back to the beginning. I wish I could just you know progress. Like you're supposed to in video games. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm back playing Mario Rabbit, Sean. Playing with Noah. I said, listen, I'm playing with you or without you, kid. So you figure it out. Because we beat we, we beat Pokemon. I was like, we need another game. And I need to finish Mario Rabbit. So, and he was like, he was like okay. Some, something like that. But now he's in. He's loving it. He does the exploring in the actual world. And then when we get to a battle, he hands me the controller. I play the battle, and then he tells me I did it wrong. And then once I'm done with the battle, I hand him back the controller. And uh, and on we move. Um, and uh, GoldenEye, my first ever N64 game, uh, you know, that I've played nowadays that I actually like. I mean, buddy, this game is fun. I love this game. I am having a blast. Although I'm, I'm stuck in... Kyrgyz? I can't remember. Anyways, it's like eight levels in. I can't beat the guy with the briefcase. He keeps killing me. Um, I looked it up, too, and I... Oh, you're shooting. I tried. Well, actually, you're not supposed to shoot him. That's how I died the first three times. Because I was shooting him, and they're like... And then I looked it up, because I got sick and tired of just having to do this. And they're like, no, 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 you can't kill him. You have to run after him. And I was like, well, freaking A! I would have known that. So I ran after him, but then he... Apparently, I missed him, and I don't know. I need his freaking briefcase, and I can't seem to get it. He runs away from me, and then I die in an explosion. Um... So I got to figure that out. But no, I'm really, I really am enjoying, just having like silly fun with this game. It, it, it's fun and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I will see my way through it slowly um, if I can ever beat this level. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, we have we have a question from Chris NHL ninety four mm-hmm. about this later on as well when we get to the party chat section. So oh yeah, interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. to loop back to. That. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then finally, the problem, as I am, paid ten dollars because I knew there was no way I was playing this game today. I had too much on my plate today to play today, but I wanted to play. And Tuesday was completely open, and I looked up early access, and it was like. I could start playing 72 hours in advance, which was Tuesday. And Sean, as I was going to see how much it costs, I was like, listen, if it's 10 bucks, if it's only 10 bucks more, I'm doing it. I was like, but any more than that, Nick, do not cave. Guess how much it was? $10 on the nose more to get it. And I was like, all right, I'm doing it. So uh, I bought that. I bought the uh, deluxe edition so that I could start playing on Tuesday. And uh, I am, I'm loving it. It's a, it, it's, it's pretty. It sounds great. And this is from a guy who's not like, oh, I love Harry Potter. That's my favorite world. No, I, I like, I've seen a few of the movies. I've never read a book. Um, so a lot of this stuff is like brand new to me. <laughs> never in my entire life. Never read a book. Not a Harry Potter book. Just a book. No. Um, uh, so most of this stuff is like brand new. Like I'm, I mean, I've heard of it, you know, like it's like, Oh, butterbeer. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I've heard of people talk about that. Um, so, but... so, so, the, so out of the two guys in this podcast that could be playing a Harry Potter game early, it's the guy that hasn't really done much Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I literally, I, tr- I wanted to get through the movies before the, uh, the game dropped. And then I kind of forgot about it when it got pushed and then I never got back to it. I think I made it like two or three movies in. I can't remember. Um, oh, I've but... read, I, I've read all the books, watched all the films. I've been to the studio where it was filmed and walked around on the tour. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll be interested in your take. You so you play in this game. Sorry, you play in this game as a uh, you come in as a fifth year, which is apparently a really amazing thing. Like people are like, oh, a fifth year beginning student. Blah, blah, I don't know, whatever. And uh, but what I can say is the combat. I was really worried that the combat wouldn't be fun. It would be slow or monotonous or or it'd be like you're trying awkward to use this like magic one, but it's really fast. Everything's mapped and they don't like you. You're learning spells at a pretty fast rate. So it's not like you're like, Oh, all I can do is uh, this little thing. And so, uh, you do have like school that you go to, but that has been fair. That has been fun. You go to this class and it's not like you got to listen to this lady talk. When you go to a class, they're usually teaching you a new spell or a new skill. And then you do like a little mini game where you get to use that skill and i've enjoyed it they jump you right into combat right away so you get to get a feel of that uh the tutorial is really well done uh the story i'm having a great time with the story um everything is voiced over which is really nice i just get to kind of basically listen to it and and enjoy the moments um i'm hoping they let me a little bit more free i'm not gonna lie i haven't you know made it super far uh into the game i'm probably only like three or four hours in so i'm I'm hoping they give me some freedom because right now they're really kind of like go here now go here and i'm enjoying it but like i i want to just be like just let me free in this awesome castle and hogsmeade it's a it, it seems like a very dense uh it's not a super large map but it's very dense there's a lot to see and a lot to do in in a small space and, and you have this castle which is like on a map is smaller, but there's so many levels to this thing and, and different parts and, and all this stuff. And it's, it's pretty fantastic. You, you unlock these flues, which I don't know if that's a real thing in Harry Potter where you, uh, flu flames where you can, uh, 
teleport to different parts yeah. of the castle. Okay, yeah, see, so there you go. I didn't know. Flu powder. Flu powder. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and so and so that's how you get from different parts of the castles, and you can fast travel. There's a lot of things you can do that that is just fun, and they did a good job to not hinder you to make it not fun, right? Like, like I really was expecting, okay, you cast a spell and you're like, magic goes down, right? And so you can only cast so many spells. No, you're just free to cast spells however the hell you want and just have fun with it. And I really appreciate about this game where sometimes like developers are like, ah, oh, let's, let's lock them down here, you know, and make them do that. And then it, it takes away from the whimsy of the game and the, the, just the fun of it. And that's not done here. And I appreciate that. And uh, so far I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I have no idea how long this game is. It's probably really long, and I'm probably going to be playing it for a super long time, but uh, I'm I'm really, really enjoying it. So that's all I got. Yeah, I, I should get to pick my copy up today, but with Metroid Prime Remaster and Minish Cap, it's kind of like, I don't know if I can just, I might let it sit for the weekend because I'm not going to be able to play it, and I'll go and pick it up next week. Um, so I have a bit more time to play next week. Have you gone, you can go online now and pick like your basic stuff and get, so you can get through that. So like the sorting hat will choose um, who you want and all, and I don't know, there's a lot of stuff you can do on this website that, um, I don't know, some Harry Potter website that I, that it sent me to and I did the stuff on my phone and then went back. Anyways, um, and it's fun and I'm, in, I'm enjoying it to the sense, Sean, where it's like, I just blew through 30 minutes looking at like several, like you go into Hogsmeade and they're like, well, you need a wand now from what happened. I don't want to give away anything. And so you have, so you go talk to this wand guy and, um, and I spent like 30 minutes making my wand. I was like, what the hell just happened to the time? Why did I spend 30 minutes creating this stupid wand? Like, but I just, I don't know. I'm just like into it to that point to where I'm like spending a lot of times customizing it so that I'm like, I, that's exactly how I want it, you know? So yeah, it's, it's got, it's got me pretty hooked right now, but, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, today I was like, oh, I really want to be playing that, but I got to put this stupid loft bed together. Dang you, Noah, you better like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully tomorrow he will like it, and it'll all be for. Uh, for He's gonna, yeah, well, it, it will. Well He'll love it. He'll love it. So, what about you, sir? What you been playing? So, I finished Wreckfest last week. We talked about how I was close to finishing. I'd gone into the last championship, and I was close to finishing that. And I rolled the credits on it, and they won all the championship cups. Did all that jazz, um, and then it opens up tournaments for you. So I started looking at those. Um, and they're, they're fun. There was one of them where you know, I was driving around in what looked like a little battery-powered car, you know, a like tiny little kid's one, and you could fire giant snowballs and wreck the other cars, and you had to wreck so many and earn so many points. Um, and as much fun as they were, I can't see myself constantly going back and racking up loads of fame points in that to, to unlock, because basically all you're doing is you're unlocking more skins for the cars. Mm-hmm. So I am done. I've, I am done with Wreckfest. It's finished deleted from the, the console no longer playing that um i tried age of empires 2 via the cloud um because mm-hmm. it said it had touch controls and the last game that i played with touch controls was uh, as dusk falls which worked really really well because it didn't overlay the controller to do it it kind of it let you tap on different things and you had a bit gotcha. more freedom so that'd, I thought, be that'd be really cool i can i can play age of empires on my phone at work and use my finger to like, you know, drag and select 
no, it didn't work like that at all. It, it did the overlay of the controllers and had the analog sticks there. And I was like, they've kind of, for me, half-assed the touch controls. They, they could have done a lot mm-hmm. better and made basically a touch and click and go kind of thing. But So that lasted all of about five minutes worth of play. Um, I didn't even make it through the tutorial because it, I just, I don't like playing those style of games where you did done it with a mouse pointer um, via an analog stick and or a controller, which is probably mm-hmm. why I wouldn't go to City Skylines because it just do my. It's like I, why I dropped out of Two Point Campus because mm-hmm. I got sick and tired of the whole cursive thing with. So yeah, Two Point Campus <laughs> does it pretty well, but I do I do agree that City Skylines can be frustrating on the Switch. Um, doing the cur- you know the joysticks yeah it, it must much better well played game uh on the pc with the mouse um and then the other game that I, the other game that i played was hot wheels unleashed the game of the year edition which we were really excited about getting because it'd been teased all of the back end of last year mm-hmm. um i played a couple of races and then suddenly realized very quickly that that game's very boring for somebody that likes racing games, I was like, I'm, I'm not taking my finger off the trigger. There's no having to break for corners or anything like that. The the only thing that's keeping me playing this is I like the cars that I'm unlocking because I have like mm-hmm. a nostalgia for Hot Wheels cars and sure. a big fascination with Logan and the Hot Wheels Monster Truck series. So that was the only thing that was keeping me going that. And then I kind of was like, nope. I think I did seven or eight of the races for the story mode and it just got really bored really really fast even dabbled with a little bit of the online but i I got my ass handed to me because the cars i had weren't upgraded enough to keep up with the people that were online so i kind of just yeah yep never already off which it's not a it's not a bad game if if you want to get this for the kids and let them play it that's great it's a fantastic racer for kids it's an arcade style They'll, they'll love the fact that they can build all their own courses, design. You know, you can go in and customize your basement, your like your kitchen, stuff like that, your hobby room. There's lots of stuff you can do with that, which I actually had more fun customizing those than I did playing the game. So, mm-hmm. and then you beat Forza uh, Hot Wheels, right? Like you went through all that content. Yeah, yeah, I went through the, the okay. that's a great version of Hot Wheels. For adults, go and play that one because it's a you know, it's okay. more of a simulator than mm-hmm. than an arcade. Sure. So, um, been playing lots of Warzone still because I'm trying to finish off the the battle pass, the season pass before it ends. Like I've got like another five days, which I don't think I'm going to get that finished either. <laughs> um, I'm at eighty seven percent complete. So, but the the main reason for me wanting to finish it is that you get um. I've got 800 COD points at the moment, and if I finish it, you get another 300 COD points, which allows me to buy the next season pass without actually spending any real money. Nice. So, and then the final game, which has taken up most of the time that I could play today, because I had to go and have some blood tests done, so I had to sit and wait in the in the waiting room. So I took the Switch with me, and I played a lot of Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap today. Um, that's just it's great. So it's been such a good, fun little game to play. Um, I've never played it before. Um, I'm a sucker for the handheld style Legend of Zelda games anyway. So, yeah. I'm going to have to That's give probably that... probably what I'm going to take. 
I'm going to take the Switch with me at the weekend to work, and if I can, try and play some of it. But um, I get to finish early tomorrow because I'm going. I've got my uh, the next hundred lap race tomorrow. So. Oh, fun! I I want I want I, I've managed to. I managed to get the GoPro working, so I charged the batteries on it because I thought like I had an issue with it, and it, it's working. So I've ordered a, a a mount for the helmet, which, speaking to the guys at the track, I'm allowed to use because it's not like it's on the helmet, it's not on my person. So hopefully they'll I'll have a couple of uh, little lap videos and stuff like that of how it goes. That is fun. Yeah, I want to see some of those. That's cool. That'd be I, I'd be yeah. really interested to see what that looks like. Um. And hopefully tomorrow I'm gonna, I want to try and play some Metro Prime um, remastered. Uh, I can't see it being too scary for Logan to to kind of be around, so sure. he'll probably be quite interested. Um, if not, he'll he's playing Minecraft at the moment. He's managing. He's really getting into playing Minecraft at the moment, so he'll probably sit and play on Minecraft while I play that. That's cool. Ariel is as well. She's. Uh... When we we've been playing, Noah and I have been playing a lot together, single player, but sw- like Pokemon and then Mario Rabbids, like I said, swapping controller back and forth. And when we do that, she's been asking, "Can I play? Can I play Minecraft on on Noah's Switch?" And so, so she's been been doing doing a lot of Minecrafting. So that's cool. I think it's I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He has no. I don't think he's got an idea of what he's doing. He just likes to run around and collect mm-hmm. things, and he likes to mine and mm-hmm. place blocks. So, if you hear, he's having fun with it. Yeah, she's playing in the creative mode, building this, like, I don't know, super tall cathedral. I mean, kind of looks, I mean, it's just really, it's just really tall. That's all she's doing. She's like, look, Dad. Every time she gets done with another, like, super tall row of the wall, she's like, look, Dad. And I'm like, looks like the same with one more piece of the wall. Way to go, sis. No, I'm not a jerk. I don't say that. He's been watching, he's been watching people make traps for Enderman. On YouTube, so he's like he's trying to make a water trap for oh, Frenderman and and man, that's and awesome creepers and stuff. That is really so, cool. Which he's getting a lot of his big sister, like Emily's having to help him out quite a bit because he gets stuck and he occasionally mines that far down that he falls underneath the bedrock. <laughs> done that a couple of times because you can do. I didn't realize yeah. you could do that in yep. creative mode, but you can drop below the bedrock. Like he handed it to me, and I was like what have you done <laughs> i have never seen this before yeah yeah ariel did so. that ariel's done that a couple times she 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 thinks it's really cool she's like i'm under the world dad look at me <laughs> i'm like way to go <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's it that's all i've been playing um which is quite a lot for somebody yeah, that's been <laughs> been busy yeah for sure well all right well then let's go to our party chat So our pie chat is mainly made up of Bruce because the he asked a couple of questions last week. Um, not that they were last minute. I do apologize for not involving Bruce, but when you ask a question, I like, especially when it's some of the information, like some of the stuff that you're asking, I like to delve and dive and, and do a little bit of reading. So the first question that he gave us was if i can get xbox minecraft achievements using the nintendo switch version can i get xbox achievements for minecraft dungeons for the switch um i'm assuming yes because the minecraft achievements from the switch 
laps over as well. So I think if you fired the game up for Minecraft Dungeons on the Xbox and you signed in to your Mojang account, which is linked to your Switch, which would be linked to the Switch version of Minecraft Dungeons, it should, should pull them across. Don't hold me on that. I literally, there's a couple of articles where people have said, oh yeah, I've noticed that when I've done it, it's there's, you won't get all the same achievements, but what you get is just an achievement and it's so much percentage of it that allows you to have gamer score. And it'll say something like Minecraft Dungeons FOSS Switch version. Yeah, I can't I can't remember what game we were playing and we said this. We were like, yeah, if you if you log in and it if you log into the game on your Xbox after playing on the Nintendo, then you like get all these achievements that rack up. And and I did get that, but then I listened to Dads After Dark and Coos was on there and he was like, Yeah, I listened to Game Pass and they said this, but I didn't get it. So I don't I don't know how it all works. Like I'm not I'm not sure, but um yeah, sometimes I think that stuff can be finicky. Like it just doesn't catch it. Maybe I'm I'm not sure, yeah. but so the the answer of yes comes from reading different articles that I found. So it, if you get stuck, there is stuff out there to guide you through it. Um, but yeah, I definitely go and uh, have a Google and try. For sure. Here's next question: Is why aren't Turbo Graphics sixteen games available on the Xbox? Um, they are, or at least one game is available. Um, I found a review for uh, Moto Roda MC. Um, somebody has done a review for that, and they played it on the Xbox Series X, so that is available. Um, any, I haven't found any versions of any other titles that were on that game, but what I did find out is back in 2018, I believe, they made a Turbo Graphics Mini, 2019. Sorry, they made a Turbo Graphics 16 Mini that was announced at E3 2019 that Konami were going to make. Um, came loaded with 60 games. Um, sorry, with with the first six games. So, if you're uh, if you're interested in playing some TG16 stuff, you can do it that way. But so far, I believe there is only one game that has made it. To uh, to Xbox. Were you ever a? Uh, did you ever play? Were you ever into Turbo Graphics games? No, I, I, Zelda or SNES was the for me as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was all Nintendo console. Um, yeah, I never never dabbled in the Turbo. I didn't dabble in anything else other than the the Nintendo stuff. So hm, there you go. And then Bruce's final question is, does Xbox give gifts or discounts to people on their birthdays like Nintendo gives a 15% discount? I didn't even realize we got a 15% discount on our birthday. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Neither did I. I was like, oh, that's great. I need to figure out how on earth that works. Yeah. Um, but Microsoft, what Microsoft do is they give you, I can't remember if it's if they give you Microsoft points. So if you sign up to the uh, reward program, which you can do from your console, you just find the reward program and sign in through there. Um, as long as you've done that and that you have an Xbox Live um, account so that you're a gold member and that you've got a gamer score of at least 3,000 on the first day of the month, which your birthday occurs, um, 
you'll receive a birthday gift from Microsoft Xbox Live Rewards. You can expect to receive that via email early in the month if your birthday falls. Um, of the month that your birthday falls in, the birth date we use to determine this is one associated with your Xbox Live account. So they basically just they give you um, Wait, are they really reward just points, give... which you can... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. My bad. Yeah. So they, they just give you reward points, which you can use to either enter into sweepstakes for consoles or donate to charity. Or if you accumulate enough, which we've talked about in a previous podcast, um, you can you know, put it towards your Game Pass subscription or, or your live subscription. Sean, it's 20 points. That's so... that that. I didn't I, say it was much. As this guy <laughs> says... Sorry, I don't know if you were... Uh, as this guy says, that is super lame. I can't agree with him more. 20 points is lame. Like, give me 100 at least. Oh, my gosh. 20 points? Yep. Come on, Microsoft. Well, if it, I, I, I want at least 200 because at least for 200 points, you can enter into a sweepstake to yeah, win an Xbox there Series there you go. Else. Do that. Oh, my so. gosh. 20 points. Jeez, old Friday. Yeah. So, no, they don't do anything like, Microsoft, like Nintendo do. Nintendo's 15% off is a lot better than 20 points. Seriously. They do do something. <laughs> I, so, need to, I need to yeah, get in sorry. on the uh, on the, uh, on the the 15%, I can tell you that much. And then our last question um, is from Chris NHL94, and I mentioned this earlier on in the podcast. Um, for all the N64 Goldeneye fans, what is your favorite multiplayer scenario slash settings? Um, when we play, I don't, I haven't played since it came out, you know, recently. But uh, when I used to play, it was Proximity Mines or the the Golden Gun thing. We we like yeah. the Golden Gun. I would... thing. I was facility, proximity mines, first to ten kills. Yeah, that was those... that was the one that we'd always do because it yeah. was just hilarious because you just run around and chuck them everywhere and <laughs> and laugh at each other as you were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody was talking about knives. I totally forgot about knives only. Um, I never really got anything. I know slappers only was like a big thing. I never, I never, we never cared about that all that much. Um, but yeah, we did do the, the throwing knives every, uh, every once in a while as well. So throwing knives is a skill though. That's like, mm -hmm. yeah. But, um, the slappers only is always funny. It just, it always takes me back to Austin powers. The slappers only where you karate chop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when I did play, I played a, a game with, uh, with Chris and Dillian, um, on it and that was really funny at one point because he, I was think I was chasing I think I was chasing Chris around and I said, like, Come back here and let me slap you because <laughs> I had no weapon and he was running away from me. So yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh well, anyway, I'm I'm super tired. It's one o'clock in the morning and That's a show, buddy. You you have emptied the last bit of your uh, energy from dadding all day into this. So I will roll us out. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to get in touch with us via any of our social accounts, you can do that. It's Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Everything is at Game Pass News. If you want to drop us an email, 
send your picture in for the Achievement Hunters for February or just ask us a question. You can do by sending an email to gamepassnewscast at gmail.com. If you're listening to this via a podcasting app, please, if you can, give us some stars, give us some rating, give us some feedback. It helps us get there, helps us get listened to by more people. Um, if you want to join in us in the Discord and chat to us there, you can do subscribe to our Twitch channel and we will sort your access. Um, if you want any awesome merchandise with our face, our logo on, you can do by going over to redbubble.com and find our star, Game Pass News. Thanks very much to Rev Yourself for dominating the live chat. Um, it's great to hear from you, bud, and hope that you are well. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Game Pass News.